Dayton's Information Station, 1540 WADK. It's the Open Forum on 1540 WADK. Call 846-1028, 846-1028. Now, the Open Forum on 1540 WADK. Good afternoon and welcome to the Open Forum here on a Monday. It is 70 degrees right now here in Newport. High temperatures were called for around 72, so you're looking at it. A partly cloudy, sunny day. It looks pretty nice out there. A little breeze. Traffic on and off the bridge is a little slow. We're backed up here for the downtown ramp, and do be aware of this construction right outside the studios here on Connell Highway. It is one of our special editions today here on the Open Forum. We are joined by Suzanne McDonald for the Interactive Marketing and Insights Show. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. I'm just back from vacation. Well, how yeah. was that? It was great. Nice really recharge. Did you get to empty the glass? And... Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it was more of a workcation because... Elise, my daughter, is on vacation this week. Ah. So this week is much more challenging to actually get some work done. So last week I worked. I was just based out of North Carolina. And when does uh, <laughs> when does school start up again? Is she school-aged? I don't even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she goes to see Rose Montessori. Oh. And uh, they are starting next week. Next week. Yeah. So after Labor Day. Yeah, after Labor Day. Nice. Yeah, so we still have a stretch. Starting tomorrow all the way through till Thursday next week, schools are beginning. So right. tomorrow some schools are starting, and it goes all the way through Thursday, in Rhode Island anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, and we're, we're in the same camp. Yeah. So, yeah, teachers are just resetting the classroom after summer because they go year-round. So they are, there was summer activities, and they were stripping out the summer activities and putting in the more academic stuff. Nice. Yeah. All yeah, right. So it's good. School season. I know. A lot of parents, I think, are happy when the kids go back to school, even just for the, the little bit of a reprieve from all day, every it's day. It's that most wonderful time of the year, right? <laughs> that was the best ad ever. <laughs> staples. That's right. Yes, that was a good staple. Yeah, that's it was true. amazing. That's like, how do you top that? But yeah, so oh. it's uh, so it's great to be back. Although it feels a little fallish. Yeah, we were talking about that on the morning show. It, yeah. There was a chill in the air. I actually threw on a long sleeve to walk to my car this morning. You know, yeah. we get in before the sun comes yes, up, so yes. it, it was definitely a little cold. Yeah, uh, but there's still summer left. We don't want to talk <laughs> too much about the fall like yeah, temperature, right? And then we'll get Indian summer, so it'll all be good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so today we uh, we have a great guest on and. Our, our guest from Newport Interactive Marketing is on vacation this week. So the presenter who we had a couple weeks ago um, is away. So I thought, you know, what might be interesting is mm. to talk to another networking organization who offers a lot of great speakers and presenters and just kind of chit-chat about what they're doing, what NIM is doing, what opportunities there are for lifelong learning, which is a big piece, uh, especially if you're in digital marketing. And uh, I'm happy to have Nicole Eller with us. And Nicole, you are with AMP RI, and you're on the board. How does how's first tell us a little bit about AMP? Uh, so AMP is the Association of Marketing Professionals in Rhode Island, and our mission is to serve, just like I said, marketing professionals mm-hmm. uh, in and around Rhode Island. Um, our prior name was the Association of Oh, I'm sorry, no, it was Advertising PR, Advertising Marketing and PR. Okay, um, so that's, that's where I you get thought. the AMP from. Yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, and we sort of rebranded that a little bit over the last couple of years um, with the help of the previous president David Bradley and myself, and you know our entire board. So um, we get together and we discuss um, 
marketing and advertising and what that means to the various localities. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what are professionals in this state doing and what should they, um, you know, what they should, what should they be focusing on and what are the trends and um, sort of the educational component uh, coming out of the marketing world. And what is your position on the board? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I am the president. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, so 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, a surprise when uh, it was presented uh, to me <laughs> as an option. Um, but, you know, I took it in stride and we've just, uh, you know, been moving forward with it in the middle of my own company's branding process. Yeah, and tell us a little bit about your company and your background. uh, So I am a social media marketer by trade. Mm -hmm. I own the Spark Social. I co-own the Spark Social uh, with my business partner, Alicia Piazza. Mm -hmm. And uh, in January of this year, we actually merged our uh, old brands, Ginger Green Marketing and Custom Marketing Solutions, um, and rebranded as the Spark Social. So I took on that at the same time as taking on the presidency for AMP and trying to figure out Uh, how we're going to grow it, what exactly we want to be to people, because we strike a balance between uh, corporate membership and small business membership, Mm -hmm. um, and also a lot of student membership. So Mm -hmm. we're sort of looking at what does that mean for us going into uh, 2020 as we finish out 2019 with some really awesome speakers. Yeah, no, it sounds amazing. (laughs) And tell us a little bit about the Spark Social. What are you guys working on? So the Spark Social, um, so we're social media marketing and advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, So we help uh, companies and uh, small businesses uh, sort of bring their brand to life online. Mm -hmm. Um, So we come in um, as the social media experts Mm -hmm. and we give their brand a personality and sort of I mean, we bring them to life. So we go through a branding process with them that is uh, outside of their visual and sort of their mission and vision statement. But how do you translate that into an online personality? Mm -hmm. What sort of behaviors does that brand embody? What sort of attitude? How do you get people's attention online? Right. Um, And we approach it from that standpoint of both organic and paid. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we kind of, um, I came from an organic background and Alicia came from a paid background. And we were like, well, we could do a lot better if we worked on this together. Right. (laughs) And especially now where things are at, with Facebook, for example, exactly. right? You don't get any reach. You don't, no one's seeing you unless right. you're putting some ad dollars behind it. Absolutely. Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that specifically because we do work with a few restaurant brands and mm-hmm. we have one that we noticed as we started to really hone in on what we, what we termed their, uh, you know, their brand personality. And we sort of brought that out further and further. Um, the better our organic reach did. So Mm. we're running paid ad with them, but we're also um, really, really nailing that personality Mm -hmm. that is resonating with their Mm -hmm. online following. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we watched their, you know, their reach numbers go from the low hundreds. And this is a page that's probably got 8,000 likes. Wow. So going from the low hundreds to the 2000s. Wow. So that was, that's a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. But it's so, so important to have a personality and stand out. Online, yeah, so. super interesting, <laughs> and I think too, what's important is to to go through the branding process before you jump into the social. Piece. Absolutely, yes. And how does that? What does that look like for your clients? Um, so, generally, when a client comes to us, they already have a visual brand and sort of a, a messaging, a positioning like a statement. Yeah, and... they have all of that mm-hmm. um, when they get to us. Um, and so, what we do is we take everything that they know about themselves and we distill it down into well, what qualities are going to bring people in online Mm -hmm. what is what is going to make people tick so it's sort of like um the way that wendy's found on twitter that they could be really brash and and sarcastic (laughs) and you know and and that's one of my favorite twitter brands Uh to follow i love what they're doing um and we and not everybody can get away with that of course we work with um everyone from restaurant uh personality to 
um, you know, we uh, we just signed a um, an estate planning lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, not going to be so, so brash yeah. on that probably one. probably not. So what we're doing is we're helping them identify who they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so who do they want to be to their brand? So who are they currently? Because mm-hmm. that's really important to understand what their um, current clients see for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, because they always have an internal image of right. what they look like. Yeah. And you're like, well, your clients actually think more of you this way. Right. So if we want to move the dial to where right. you kind of are balancing... That's we walk them through um, an analysis process right. um, to identify those traits that that are going to attract people to them and resonate with uh, with their audience. And what are the, some of the ways that you do that? Do you use specific tools? Do you use surveys? So we we survey their audience. We mm-hmm. survey them. We have a, um, an actual brand analysis quiz that we put each member of the managing team through. Ooh, fun! So occasionally we're working with partner situations, and mm-hmm. we'll get one set of answer from one partner's and different set from the other, mm-hmm. and we're like, all right, we got to kind of figure out where the middle ground is here. Um, and uh, and then, you know, we're, we're doing market research, sort of diving deep into their current audience, um, the, the right demographic for them, where that demographic is hanging out, and what that platform that the demographic is hanging out on will actually allow us to do. So, you know, mm-hmm. Twitter, you can get away with a lot. Mm-hmm. Facebook, you may need to dial the personality down a little bit, mm-hmm. or you may need mm-hmm. to try other things, definitely paid. <laughs> so your personality, the personality you're building for brands or, or your clients varies from media platform to media It can. Platform? It absolutely oh. can. Um, you do want some cohesiveness to mm. the messaging, um, but the general attitude can be very different because I think on Twitter, to stand out in a truly unique way, you have to have a lot of personality. Yeah, There's just so much going on on that platform. It's not one we actually work with on a regular basis. Um, it's because for the big brands, it's either going to be customer service oriented or mm-hmm. it's going to be like Wendy's, you know, hard hitting personality. Just rip people yeah. to shreds, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then Instagram, of course, very visual based. Sure. Um, the better the aesthetic, the better the platform is going to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, then it's finding some middle ground with people like estate planning attorneys. It's like, OK, well, how do you show up visually? And, you know, we do work with people on that as well. Um, you've got LinkedIn, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we're sort of mm-hmm. on every platform. Wow. <laughs> you could so. do a pretty interesting. I, I would think I would find this interesting for estate planner. Like what are some of the antiques and mm-hmm. valuable? You know what I mean? Like there's part of the prop part of the process yeah. sure. distributing the estate I think that would be really interesting yeah yeah and contact Sotheby's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I wanted to in. we're gonna take a quick break but uh, if somebody wants to learn more about spark what's a good way to, for them to find out yeah so they can visit us at the spark dot social okay. uh, that's our website and uh, you can also email me at Nicole at the spark dot social and it is 2019 how do you spell Nicole <laughs> N-I-C-O-L-E. There you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. We'll be right back after these messages. We're chatting here on the Open Forum with Suzanne McDonald and Nicole Eller from the Spark Social. Suzanne is the Interactive Marketing and Insights Guru. It's 1540 WADK and WADK.com. And we're back here on the Interactive Marketing and Insights edition of the Open Forum, led by Suzanne McDonald. Her guest today is Nicole Eller. Well, I think it's interesting. We were just chatting about the branding part, right? What... What do clients think of you versus what you think of yourself and how how much of a challenge that can be for small business owners, especially, I think, if they are the brand, if the person is the brand. I think that that's that's a big challenge. But somehow you need to get them to think beyond what they want in terms of what their clients want. Like or which what do you want? What types of clients do you want to work with? And then flip it 
why do they want to work with you? And it, it can be an interesting challenge. Yes, absolutely. Um, there have been times where I've had to tell people, like, no, stop, because you're telling me what you want and who you think you are. I don't care right. what you want and who you think you are to your clients. I need to know what they think of you, which is why right. we usually skip that part of the conversation initially. Yeah. And we go straight to their current clients and ask right. them, you know, right. a top three set of questions. Like, right. why do you work with this person? Why did you choose them? Mm. Why do you continue to come back for more? Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I, I and that's a good thing, I think, for anyone in business to do. So I've done that with my clients. And what came back was not, oh, you write great content or, you know, you used to be a journalist. But, um, Suzanne, you are going to all these conferences and, and keeping track of what's going on. Mm. So I don't have to. I don't have to yeah. watch webinars, follow blogs, you know, be wondering about, like, okay, what's happening on Instagram versus Facebook or whatever. They're like, we know you got that. So we know that you're advising us in a way that we don't have to worry about it. And yeah. it's like, okay, that's good. But it was not something that I would have thought of. Right. I right. mean, now I think about it and I go to a lot of conferences. Like, I'm going inbound next week. But mm-hmm. um, I just think it's interesting and I think it's a good exercise for anyone in business. Or even if you're not in business yet. Yeah. I think it, it's a good thing to do. Like, what do these people really want? What do they care about? And there's so many good ways to do it. I mean, we're... For Newport Interactive Marketing, we're going to send out um, a Rhode Island needs survey. Actually, mm-hmm. we should share that with you guys with AMP um, and have everybody contribute. But, like, what mm-hmm. do you really want to know that's going to make you successful in 2020? Mm-hmm. And just to make sure that we're programming appropriately for it. Yeah. And you guys have some good programming coming up for the rest of this year, right? We do. We do. We're very excited. Um, we have Paul Conforti from Ocean State Job Law. He's the CMO, and he's going to be speaking next month on – um, Ocean State's 21st uh, century transformation is sort mm. of the way that they, uh, the last time he spoke to us was 2013. And so what have wow, they cool. done to, you know, change and to adjust to the digital age, um, you know, as it sort of became pervasive um, and unavoidable. <laughs> yeah, the um, digital age. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> really knocked everyone down. Yeah. So I'm here now. <laughs> it's like you're not getting away from yeah. it now. So sort of how did they, uh, how did yeah. they live in yeah, exactly. a, a decades mm-hmm. old, uh, you know, company and, and, uh, the retail industry. So um, right. that's going to be super fun. That'll be at Red Stripe um, on September 10th. Nice. Um, and uh, and then after that, we have what we like to call our sort of more nuts and bolts uh, conversation with Aileen McDonough of 3AM Writers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be Blogging Like a Boss. Uh, she's a fabulous content writer. Um, and uh, I believe she's an AMP member. I hope so. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then in... Um, that's October 8th. And then in November, um, so we're actually switching it up a little bit. It's going to be instead of the second Tuesday, it'll be November 19th um, because we have Janice Drew from um, Cambridge, uh, the CIC. How to say it. Innovation Center. Thank you. Yeah. Cambridge Innovation <laughs> Cam- Center. And um, uh, so I think that's going to actually be at their facility and she'll be showing it off and, wow. and talking from that'll her be exciting. perspective. So Yeah. And for people who aren't keeping up with what's going on in Providence, uh, <laughs> so Cambridge Innovation Center has been around for at least... 12 years, I want to say, and uh, kind of an incubator, co-working space, Mm -hmm. a lot, again, a lot of innovation, and now they're opening up a branch in Providence. It's going to be interesting to hear because what I had heard is that they actually are looking to do some type of rebranding to to get away from the Cambridge piece. As soon as you said Cambridge and couldn't remember, I went straight to Analytica. Yeah. Oh, yes. So oh, that would be, yep. Mm. <laughs> I could understand wanting to get away from that. Yes. <laughs> right. Oh, that. Yes. Right. Right. Yes. We're yes. not diving into that topic, but yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The yes. whole privacy thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just, just location-based, right? So that's one thing right. with 
True. Uh, RI, Newport Interactive Marketing, right? We are location-based, but mm-hmm. it, it makes sense for what our brands are. Right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. However, if you're thinking, okay, and then I'm going to branch out into this location, that location, sometimes your actual physical location name can be a, a, a hindrance. Yeah. Absolutely. I've heard rumor that they're trying, they're opening um, in uh, overseas. So, oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah, they would probably want to let go of that Cambridge at some Unless point. Unless they're opening up in Cambridge. Yes. Well, right. <laughs> the UK. The, the other one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know um, for sure. I don't know that much. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. That's so. going to be really cool. And, and to get that tour of the facility, I've heard it's really mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I haven't gotten an opportunity to uh, to visit yet, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping to soon because they're not that far from my Providence office. So, Oh, perfect. There you no go. excuse. That's great. And and down here we have Innovate Newport. Love. Oh, Similar but different. Space. Yeah. It came yeah. out really nice. Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, a lot of very interesting things happening there in terms of, so I was there right before I went on vacation and uh, Tony Shartner, who is the director of entrepreneurship says, Hey, this, somebody just emailed me. This big brand is bringing 50 VPs to Newport for retreat. And they're looking for some speakers. I was like, boom, boom. Yeah. I was meeting with, with one of the speakers who we proposed. And then the other one, I was like, That's okay, awesome. here we are. Like here's links to their website. Yep. And so just all that serendipity mm-hmm. in one location mm. is really fantastic. Be, just being there almost, like right. being around all of that. Right. You're in that whole thought process. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it can be distracting. I have, <laughs> I have I'm sure as well. bump into as now a new category in my time tracking. I love it. Yeah. Some bump yeah, into time. Sense. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. Because you, you don't want to be rude it. yet. You know, also it's one of the, you don't want to just head down and go. Oh gosh. So no. you've got to give a, you know, <laughs> hello, how's it going? Right. Well, <laughs> right. And you know everyone. And yes. if you do put your head down and go, someone's going to tell someone I think um, it's funny because there's become sort of this like code of like you see somebody like wave and back to your desk sure. right and then people kind of know the basic formality yeah, yeah just kind of like I'm focused or or headphones is a big indicator too yeah. mm-hmm. um, that you know <laughs> a do not disturb sign on your head yeah, basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it's it's worked out to be really good. Um, so we hosted the past, well, I guess in June and August, we hosted NIM events at um, Innovate Newport, and it was really, really great. Nice. Had an awesome panel of big brands talking about what they know based on they're working with a billion dollars worth of budgets each year. And so, how does that? What can they tell smaller brands? And uh, wanted to make that information available to small business owners that are local yeah, and uh, that was really good. And then we just had um, an SEO expert come down from Boston who talked a lot about um, what your reputation is online, how to build that up, how to take the offline pieces and and mesh those together. Mm -hmm. So that was really interesting. And then in September, so September 26th, we have John Antonacci, um, who is going to, who's a video guy, who's going to talk about storytelling. We're going to, for the first time ever, we're going to do a two-parter. Oh. Yeah, and so he's <laughs> going to talk about storytelling on the 26th with video, right? That's his expertise as the background. So but he visual also, storytelling? Yeah, but it could apply to anything, mm-hmm, right? Sure. So blog post or your mm-hmm. Instagram, let's say. And then on October 24th, he's going to talk about He's going to adapt those learnings into, um, okay, the video format. And here are some of the technical things to think about. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be good. Actually, I just bought a new camera. I just got it when I got home. (laughs) Like uh, like a video. 
And it's yeah. so funny now, so because cameras probably do everything. So you've got a video, but it, uh, does it take still pictures or is it? Yeah, a, it does. Right, both. right. Does yeah. it all? So and it's yeah. digital. You said it's not a. Film? Yes, it's a mirrorless. So it's funny. Just a tangent on cameras. I have a young uh, cousin who's going to be a junior at Portsmouth High. She's 16. We were talking about she's got a permit and everything. But she, I said, you doing any after school activities? And she said, I'm doing photography. And I said, oh, yeah, do they? And what are you doing digital? What are you doing? And she's like, no, I actually get to, like, develop film. And I'm oh, like, oh, yeah. that's really cool. cool. And so we were talking. Uh, she goes, uh, a lot of my friends watch that show Stranger Things. You may or may yes, not know it. Yeah. But there were some scenes in this this past season where the guy's in the dark room and one of the characters come in and he's like, close the door, you know, the lights are coming in. <laughs> and she said a lot of her friends and, and her contemporaries didn't understand that scene. Oh. Because photo development is old now. Right, right, right. right. We all have Exist. digital technology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought it was cool that she was doing photography and getting to develop photos and, That's and kind of play amazing. With that. Well, and my niece went to Europe um, and did the URL thing for, I don't know, 10 days or something. She went out and bought disposable cameras. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> I haven't seen those since your parents got married. Right, where did you buy that? A yard sale? You it? <laughs> yeah, no, C- I, CVS, I assume. Yeah, yeah I'm right, sure right. they still have them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so it's interesting how that piece, but you know, if you think about it, we were just visiting a friend, and he has tons of pictures all over his house, and, and I'm like, we don't really have that anymore because right. they're all digital, it's right? All so unless computer. you're going to print them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same same party is. that I saw that my, my young cousin at. It's a family party, so generations are there. And the living room was full of my, my old uncles and cousins and whatever all flipping through photo albums yeah. and talking mm-hmm. about, oh, you remember this day? And oh, nah, that's nah, cool. You yeah. know, and now they had one um, digital photo frame that was flipping through photos yeah. on its own, mm-hmm. doing yeah. like a mm-hmm. scroll through. Yeah. But it's not the same it's as not... having the book. Yeah. You know? Right, right. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's so different. It yeah. is. It is different. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think it's, I think also what's interesting is how we need to adapt to technology and so i've gone through multiple because i video all the nim talks for probably the past three or four years so they're accessible online and uh every every other year i'm like all right this video is gonna get better so this was my <laughs> this is my goal actually so at innovate newport i'm talking to um cooper i'm not gonna remember his last name but anyway he um he's young videographer and he, uh, I was like, okay, Cooper, like, gotta help me out. Like, what should I get? So he recommended this camera. So I'm like, Very ready nice. to go home yeah. and play with it. Oh, that is, well, that's exciting. Uh, it's always fun to have a new toy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break here, come back and continue chatting on the open forum today. It is an interactive marketing and insight show led by Suzanne McDonald from Newport Interactive Marketers. Her guest today is Nicole Eller from the Spark Social, and she is the president of Amp RI. We'll be back after this. 1540 WADK and WADK.com. And we're back here on the Open Forum Interactive Marketing and Insights Show, led by Suzanne McDonald. Her guest today is Nicole Eller. Uh, Nicole, I'm curious, because I'm just looking at some podcasts. Are there certain podcasts that you like to listen to, or how are you keeping up with things? <laughs> well, I'll do a uh, shameless plug of my business partner's podcast. It's very local to Rhode Island. It's the Marketing Essentials team. Um, and that's her, um, Alicia Piazza, Bill Parmentier, who's a photographer, and Justin Kerr of Justin Kerr Designs, graphics and uh, branding. I will one-up you on that so shameless <laughs> plug because I'm actually on it. On again. Yes, and you have been I will, I'll be on it in September. <laughs> they really they they didn't it. plan that. No, no. Um, and I've, I've been a guest several times myself, both prior to joining forces with Alicia and after. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, as far as, you know, outside of Little Roadie, if you will, um, I also uh, truly enjoy... Um, 
Donald Miller's uh, The Story Brand oh, podcast. Yeah. Yep. That's a fabulous one. And I was just listening to Marketing Profs. That's oh, like yeah. my go-to morning, uh, you know, listen. It's 20 minutes of my time, and they're always bringing in someone new and interesting. Yeah. Um, so right now it's a lot of uh, B2B influencer marketing, which right. has been fascinating yeah. for me. Well, that says a lot about folks like you guys when you're taking your spare time to listen to marketing podcasts. <laughs> like, you care about what you do. Yes. You know? yes. yes. Yeah, it's an it affliction. Depends, depends <laughs> on the morning. Some mornings I need a little Lizzo to get me going. So yeah, right there you go. Just gotta juice your morning up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. No, I I think it's part of it's it's the nature of the business that we're in and that in the world that we live in, right? And that's why I think that's why I wanted to have Nicole on the show to talk about. Okay, well, what are what are the, there's free resources out here that you can keep up on your game and learn what other people are doing and and at least with NIM, um, it's very collegial and collaborative. And I imagine the same with AmpRI. Absolutely. And I know a bunch of yeah. board members. And they're, everybody's <laughs> just great. I mean, like, mm-hmm. we are competitors. Yeah. Right? But it's like, okay, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Um, so I fully believe in community and collaboration over competition yeah. in all things that I do, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's with my business or with these uh, various associations, because I think that we all know different people and we can all bring different things to the table. Right. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, it's what are you doing to contribute to the greater good? You yeah. know, so you're talking yeah. about your connections that you're able to make between um, people coming in. Somebody says, oh, well, we need speakers for this. And you're like, got people, you know. Right. Right. Um, yes. yeah. So uh, that gets me really excited. That's what I, one of my favorite things about living in this area is that there's always someone to collaborate with. Yes. There's always people yeah. to work with, you know, and um, there's always someone who does something better than you. Yeah. Um, so that you can learn from. Yeah, so, definitely. <laughs> um, that's sort of my guiding purpose and uh, my uh, reason for being both in uh, AMP and in uh, the Spark. So. Yeah. No, I, I think that, you know, it's just endless because everything's changing all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's interesting that, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but we've experienced this a few times in the 10 years that NIM has been going, or almost 10 years, and um, that I think some people move here and they think, oh, there's like all these people who know things and do things. It's like, um, yes. <laughs> I mean, have you experienced Surprise. that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there are people with brains in Rhode Island. Yes. Yeah, That's very... not what the Crime Town podcast. Is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. I do think that um, you know because of where we are between two major you know yeah. metropolitan yeah. areas, yeah. we get lost a lot and. Yeah. Um, that's why I think it's so important for associations like ours to shine a light yeah. on the fact that people here know what they're doing and they do big things. Right. Um, and uh, if I may also mention another organization that yeah, does that, um, Designed by RI. Yes. Um, and yeah. their Design is Rhode Island program, which yeah. I had the pleasure of um, sort of helping coach the intern. Or Well, no, she wasn't really an intern, but who sort of mm, helped build that. That's so cool. Is shining that light on what, um, you know, Rhode Islanders are doing in other areas. Yeah. Of the, both of the world and just, you know, in, in the United States. Yeah. Um, so crazy cool stuff um, yeah. that we like to bring, you know, and, and just highlight um the knowledge space that's here. And I think I saw Innovate Newport just put out that they're hosting a whole series of Design by RI events. I believe so, that yeah. if you are in the design field, which can be very broad, very, very broad. broad interpretation <laughs> of design, um, that you can attend for free, I think, mm-hmm. all these workshops. Oh, cool. oh, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, they do fabulous workshops all the time, um, and I highly, highly recommend them. 
Um, and like you said, design can kind of incorporate anything because sometimes I go. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I don't consider myself, I, ne- I never considered myself a creative or part of the design community, but at the end of the day, if you create content well, of any kind, exactly. yeah, it you makes sense. Somebody wants to click on, or yeah. you know, that is being creative. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, so. it makes sense. Um, and then also Providence Geeks, we were trying to get Brian yeah. to join us, and they also have been around for a very long time. Would you say Providence what? Providence Geeks. You did say Geeks. Okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure what you said. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and they bring speakers in, and they're usually at AS220. Okay. Right? And, yes, uh, yes. And so, Another great collaborative art space. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, there, it's interesting because there's some, there's a lot happening in Providence and in Rhode Island now with CIC coming in, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Uh, when I was on vacation, so what happens when I'm on vacation is I get um, kind of these wild ideas. And one one was... <laughs> this is a radio show. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll keep it clean. Okay. <laughs> no, but one was, like, I wonder if if Rhode Island, and in particular Newport, becomes sort of the offshore, the onshore of the offshore. Hmm. Right? Like, it's got to be much cheaper to hire a video agency in Rhode Island than it is out of Boston. So, yep. And you know what? Guess what? We we have cars and we can drive. <laughs> but, Believe I it mean, or not. Do I have to cross the bridge? Oh, yes. I didn't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. I live here, so yes. I'll make the joke. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm willing to cross the bridge. I'm going to be there uh, next yeah. week. <laughs> I'm yeah, often yeah. crossing right, the bridges. Though. I think another thing about our size, I mean, it makes us unique to be the, small, the, the biggest little state in the union. Mm-hmm. But also that means the brain density. We're right. all like located in mm-hmm. the metropolitan area. So when somebody comes in and goes, wow, there's so many people here doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. We're all hyper located yeah. you know yeah. i mean yeah. there are obviously there are boonies in rhode island but you know <laughs> but we don't ever go there so <laughs> you don't go out to wyoming rhode island ever no <laughs> i think i've been lost there before <laughs> i'm from westerly like westerly Pocatuck. Oh, so yeah. I, i'm used to the boonies you know what I'm <laughs> i go about. all over the place <laughs> oh, i mean it's beautiful no it is yeah it for is. sure but also that yeah there's these hubs concentrated right, hubs right and mm-hmm. I think that's what's important about Innovate Newport and about the CIC, right, is now you're like concentrating. And, and what do they say? Like the five people who you associate with, you got to make sure that those people are elevating you, yes. right, above your games mm. to m- bring you up a little bit. And, mm. and I think that there's, there's a parallel to that in terms of being in these innovation hubs and mm-hmm. being around people who are thinking about the next steps. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's a really exciting time when you think about it. I mean, in, not just in marketing, but in Rhode Island in general, is that the, we're really coming onto the stage in this innovation design space and, yeah. and entrepreneurship that is um, beyond beyond defense, beyond tourism, right. beyond service industries. Yes. Stepping so out of our historically, what we've been doing here in Rhode Island for a while. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of innovation going on. I know. It's good. Like right here on this show. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We're we're hanging out in the open forum with Suzanne McDonald. She's leading us here in the Interactive Marketing Insights Edition. Her guest today is Nicole Eller, the president of AMP RI. That's the Association of Marketing Professionals. Did I get that right? Okay, Mm -hmm. very good. We're going to take our last break, come back and continue this conversation. It's 1540 WADK and WADK.com. And we're back here on the Open Forum. It is the Interactive Marketing and Insights show today, led by Suzanne McDonald. Her guest is Nicole Eller. Yeah, so we were just talking about, well, what should we be thinking about for 2020 mm-hmm. as, as we have our programming set for the rest of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, and NIM takes off November and December. 
But I'm just curious, what are you guys thinking about at AMP? Like, give me the scoop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell your competitors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I, um, I think, uh, you know, going into 2020, um, everyone is wondering what the next trend is going to be, you know, where um, certain mediums are going, mm. um, what are next steps. And I think uh, it's always a good idea to sort of look ahead and look back at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so my plan is to just ask our listeners what they want to hear. Yeah, why not? Our, our audience what they want to hear. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I do think that, um, you know, I'm hearing a lot as we talked about podcasts briefly of, um, you know, everything's moving towards automation and data and everything. And it's like a lot of the people are saying, whoa, 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 wait a second. What about the human factor? Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. how do you balance that? Those Mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. uh, principles of, you know, this makes things easier for marketers, but does it really? Well, or does it just make people want to tune out more? Right. Right. So I I think automation with personalization Mm -hmm. is the direction we need to go in. And I think, you know, if anyone's listening and has uh, ideas of speakers yes. who would be great because that's also one of the challenges is how do you find the speaker who wants to share their secrets, their right. insights, right. right, with the wider community for the better good. And not everybody is game for that. So it can yeah. be a challenge. Yeah. Very, very the true. worst is to get a speaker up there who, like, wants to clam up. Yeah. yeah okay. sometimes, sometimes people bomb. We'll have people come into the radio. They'll talk to me for 15 minutes before, just nonstop. And as soon as they come on the radio, it's yes and no answers. Oh. <laughs> it's got to be very <laughs> stressful. And then what? It can be. <laughs> well, clearly I don't shut up. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the problem either. No, not at yeah. all. <laughs> but I, I think it's interesting. So one thing I'm thinking about is uh, CRMs, so customer relationship mm-hmm. management um, and usability Mm-hmm. maybe gearing more in those directions in terms of, okay, well, if we're going to use automation, let's be smart about it. Absolutely. Right, instead of just spamming everyone. Can automation, in terms of marketing, how exactly? What do you mean by automation? When I think marketing, I don't quite understand what you're automating. Oh, so let's say I um, come to your website and I give you my email address Right, because you're sending me a white paper or something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So this is the standard formula, right? You will then email me the white paper, know that I probably will not look at it, <laughs> and then you'll email me the next day, and then three days later, and then a week later, right. and then and then those will all be automated, right? So it's not like Jacob's like, oh my god, it's two a.m. and somebody just downloaded my white paper. <laughs> I gotta email them right now. Right. This is all scheduled. Okay. But in a in a way that's called a trigger instead of a time base. Okay. Right. So typically ninety percent of emails you'll get are are prompted by, hey, I wanted to send everybody an email on Monday morning at nine a.m. and my whole <laughs> list gets okay. it. Right. So this is an automation. Piece. So like a lot of contact, like emailing, even when I contact a customer service or something, you'll mm-hmm. get something right back. And yeah. You know, we'll look at this in a second. But yes. that was an automated email yes. triggered by. Yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. the yeah okay. yeah and then I mean the next layer of that is then chatbots right which are which are next step up in terms of that there's a computer answering your questions right now, I don't know what your experience has been with chatbots do you guys get involved we with do. chatbots at all yeah so it's a it's actually a big part of our lead generation funnels so nice um, we do develop you know your basic funnels and then your really intense funnels that mm-hmm. are complete with chatbots and mm-hmm. uh you know sms and, and things along those lines do you give the chatbots n- human names <laughs> um i don't think we do at okay. this point um i would have to double check with the team because that's not my forte <laughs> it depends on yeah. the client right? it does okay. yes for sure well, i had to chat with apple the other day and they did the whole 
you know, well, you can talk with us right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they actually, it was great customer service for the situation I was in, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is not what you hear a lot about Apple. Yes. Um, but at the end, I'm going, was Jeffrey a real person? Well, yeah, that's the question. Or, because right. it's AI. Right. Right. Nine times out and of ten. The, and the, the responses are very scripted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, you know, and they might just have a script. It might right. be a person with a script and they're working off of it. Mm -hmm. Or it could be automated. Mostly, I would say it's automated. Yeah, I would assume. Well, it's Apple yeah. too, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was the um, the video of Google's assistant uh, calling and scheduling a hair appointment. And the, <laughs> the woman speaking to the AI had absolutely no idea yeah. that it was an artificial intelligence. She mm. just... You know, she called and scheduled the appointment, and I was like, yes, please. I mean, yes, yes. in my life. <laughs> yeah, right. I want um, an auto assistant. Yeah, when you look in the mirror and get ready in the morning, they're like, you need a haircut. What is up with this? <laughs> Two buttons, and yeah, the right. assistant yeah. scheduled yeah. it for you. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? It's like Wallace, uh, yes, I can. Wallace and, I and Gromit there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, um, so in terms of, you know, future use uh, and things that, you know, we're looking forward to in 2020, I would say AI and virtual reality right. um, are probably pretty big uh, yeah. topics of conversation. Um, and then, you know, but bringing it back and not missing the human element. Right. Right. So. right. I, I think that's my my issue with chatbots is so many of them are so terrible. Right. Mm -hmm. That I've just taken time for your machine to fire up. And then for you to come back and and I explain my whole problem and then for you to say email us. No, no, <laughs> like, no, no. No, our thank you. Chatbots don't work. That yeah, way. <laughs> and these are major brands. Yeah, sure. and it's like you know I'm sorry that it's two a.m. Mm -hmm. I don't actually expect, but like just say email us. Our chatbot's not working right now. Just email our us. Chatbot's right. taking a nap. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. you should go to bed too. <laughs> right, right. You're on vacation. Stop thinking. About yes, exactly. <laughs> Stop ordering groceries. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I get really annoyed at the odd, like the robocalls that mm. interrupt before you're done. If like they call the office and I have a little line, you know, 3G broadcast. Before I'm even done, it's hello. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that kills me. At least get your, your AI to wait till there's silence on my end mm -hmm. so it's not interrupting me. Oh, that's interesting. Yours are very aggressive. Mine are oftentimes in Chinese. And then oh. the other um, the other thing is that I don't say hello when I answer the phone. You just mm -hmm. wait? At, well, I say this is Suzanne, mm -hmm. right? Just like that. Yes. Right? So people no. instantly know, oh, hey. And it does not trigger. It's waiting for hello or hi or, mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't oh. know if that's rude, but it hmm. it cuts out the, the no. Chat, I mean, the, I'm sure uh, that's not. I don't think it's rude, but I did not know that they the even the robocall itself had a trigger of hello. Oh, it's yeah. so weird. Usually, not all okay. the time. They're, okay. they're starting to learn. Oh no, <laughs> becoming aware. I did do something where I think I got one of those calls, and I um, ended up asking to speak to someone to get me off the sales list. And yeah. the, the people I spoke to told me they couldn't take me off the list. <laughs> it's like. Pretty sure I have legal rights here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, but I also answer the phone the same way, but I use my cell phone for everything, so Me I don't too. think I get very many of those calls anymore, and if I do, they go straight to voicemail, and then yeah. they stop calling me after a while. Right. They go on my block list. I have a lot of block numbers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to start doing that, blocking the numbers. Maybe that would help. It's disconcerting, yeah. though, because they use your a similar phone number to your own, and you're like, huh, this is weird, right. you know, and you want to answer it, but you don't because you know it's going to be a robot. It tells you Coventry's calling and then, or, or Portsmouth or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, oh, maybe I know this person. And right, it's, yes. It's not. At no, all. Yeah. not at all. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how you can, because I've done campaigns for clients where we're using it internally as an internal communication tool for, mm -hmm. for client, uh, for employees, and uh, we will 
send, you can pick a phone number from Rhode Island. So it's like 401, and this is like Little Compton. Oh, yeah. So it'll show up as Little Compton. Um, But it's so crazy how particular you can get with it all. Yes, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So artificial intelligence, marketing automation, Mm -hmm. virtual reality. What are you guys seeing in terms of virtual reality? What do you, what do you, the coolest thing I have seen was a Louis Vuitton campaign Mm -hmm. with Snapchat. Mm. So you were able to, um, I obviously had no, like it was just something I happened to see uh, in my own research, but um, they they had it so that you had the phone and when you put the Snapchat filter over it, it actually like, it, I don't, it just popped out of your phone and like made this crazy, I'm talking my hands now, which no one else can see <laughs> but you guys, but, um, but made this crazy like explosion look and then you could actually have a 3D look wow. at the bag. Um, and I think that that's probably huge for um, yeah. for uh, e-commerce and retail. Right. Is, is, Interesting. You know, being able to tangibly, you know, hold it and have it before it ever gets to you. Right. Um, so we'll see where that goes. But And I have some fun ideas around influencer marketing and, and virtual reality. Well, and there's so. difference virtual versus augmented reality. Well, too. Yes, Don't skip over more, augmented, which yes. is a little in, in between. I actually believe that that was augmented reality, okay. not virtual okay. reality. Yeah, yeah. So. Just mm-hmm. nerds. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. I do, because my husband's out there correcting me somewhere, oh, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, hey, here we are, mansplaining. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> it's fine. It's warranted. It's warranted uh, yes. in this case. So I think it's really interesting, and I think also what I saw a talk last year that was about um, visual search, mm-hmm. which is different than image search. Mm. Okay. And that uh, what Google is working toward, that I'll be able to take a picture of your necklace, mm. and it will recognize the necklace, yeah. yep. bring up retailers, and also bring up suggested outfits. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. that's even deeper. To match with it. Okay. Yeah. So that's the direction that they're moving in. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. And I think that if you are a retailer, a local retailer, it's super important to get everything you possibly have on your on your rack yeah, online. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just so that people can find it, right? Because there is an option to buy local. I mean, if mm-hmm. you're, let's say, in Google Shopping, right, you can say, I want to find this locally. Mm-hmm. Which can be good when you're leaving for vacation the next day. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Right. You've got to find something. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You can't wait for it to be delivered, even even overnight from Amazon. It's right. sometimes not fast enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, you know, to just be thinking about that as a small as a small retailer, I think is important. But the other the other um, thing to think about is just how much things are changing and that there are these great resources out there. And I'm wondering if you could just talk a little bit more about the events you have coming up. Yes. Uh, so um, real quick, in September, September 10th, we have Paul Conforti with Ocean State Job Lot. He's the CMO, um, and he'll be speaking at Red Stripe in East Greenwich. Super excited. Um, in October, we have uh, Aileen McDonough from 3AM Writers, who's going to be talking about blogging. And in November, we'll have Janice Drew from the CIC, and she'll be giving us an inside look at uh, CIC in Providence. Very cool. How so, how can uh, other people, if they want to get involved, become part of AMP RI or have more questions? What's the best way to contact that organization? Yes. So check out amp-ri.com and all of our information is there. And then to immediately get your tickets, it's amp-ri.com slash RSVP. Nice. Okay. Excellent. And then for NIM, we have on September 26th, we're having part one of our Visual multimedia storytelling, and then part two is going to be on October 24th, and we're going to focus on the video and the technical aspects of that. So the 26th of September will be non-technical, and the 24th will be a little more technical. So it's going to be great. 
So that close us out for the year. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Well, it's always interesting. I always learn so much when you come in, and you bring great guests, Suzanne. So thank thank you so much. It was great to meet you. You Thanks, Nicole. Lots of energy here. So this has been the Interactive Marketing and Insights Show with Suzanne McDonald here on the Open Forum. Her guest today was Nicole Eller of Amp RI. Take your time. Join either of those groups. This has been the Open Forum. This one's for you.